Welcome to the Web Design Brisbane podcast, the daily podcast dedicated to helping you grow your business online with a brilliant website. Learn about the advantages of custom web design, tailored web development, and strategic web marketing with expert advice for business owners and entrepreneurs in Brisbane, Australia. Join Brisbane locals Saul Edmonds and Gillian Smith from Roundhouse, the creative agency, as they chat about these topics and so much more. Are you ready to grow your business with a brilliant website? Let's get started. Hi everybody and welcome to the Web Design Brisbane podcast. This is episode number 30 and today's episode is entitled Website Design and Development Brisbane. My name is Saul Edmonds and as usual I'm joined by the lovely Gillian Smith. Good morning Saul and hello everyone. Hello. We are the co-founders and creative directors of Roundhouse, the creative agency, a local business with a passion for helping our clients grow. Over to you Jill. Okay thanks Saul. Well in today's episode we will be chatting about website design and development. We hope to provide some helpful information to local business, local Brisbane business owners, startups and entrepreneurs to help them on their journey to grow their business online. Of course, if you're not located in Brisbane, Australia, welcome and thanks for stopping by and we hope you find this information useful. Okay. okay, so what's uh, today's topics, Jill? Okay, well today we're chatting about website design and develop and <laughs> website design and development, and we're going to address the key topic is that is what's the difference between a web design and a web development? Hmm. So, are web design and web development the same? Now, for here, we'll also talk about the roles and methods and tools that both website designers and web developers use in building a typical website. Okay, so let's get started. Okay, Saul, the first question is, are web design and web development the same? No, certain uh, simple answer is no, they're not. Okay, well, let's talk about (laughs) (laughs) website design. What are the key roles of a website designer in the process? Okay, so... Just saying in that simple way, no, is because the um, role of like a website designer can be, you know, slightly different depending on the company too. But generally, it means that you're responsible for the look and feel and the um, user interface and what's referred to the front end of your website, which is essentially what people see. And that's also the um, anything like calls to action, not there, they're responsible for you know, inserting and laying out and designing content that may or may not be made by them, might be done by a copywriter or a videographer they're doing it. Sometimes it uh, that's also them, but usually not. But they're responsible for the front end visual look of the website. Okay, so what tools are used in the website design process? Okay, so people use different sorts of tools like Adobe Photoshop, Adobe Illustrator, Sketch, etc. Um, these are used to lay out and design elements within your web pages, but then there's other design tools that are also used within the content management systems themselves also to do that too. Some of them are design tools, but most of them are to lay out and to put things in the right order 
with in your page in in the header or the body content or the footer or anywhere throughout the site okay what about branding graphics and logo design does that feed into the web design process yeah of course like that's that's a a key part or it should be anyway that's in at least in in our agency that's a key part of what we do anyhow and we consider that your website is one of your brand uh, representatives, I suppose you'd say, online, and it's a key tool. So your branding should be extending you know, into that in the same way that it does with anything else, but especially so because it's such an important part of, of your business. Okay, website design process. Can you take people quickly through what a website design process usually looks like? Okay, so very, very uh, short annotated version is there's the first time we meet generally where preferred we like to have a meeting um, face-to-face just to go over yeah or via skype or sometimes people can only do it um, via phone and that's okay too but just to work out the goals the the scope of the process even if we've already established scope having a first meeting to um, rerun over all those points and also just to establish who's responsible for what timelines and just reaffirm all those things then really the main part of that actually starts we'll generally have some form of mock-up uh, initially depending on where the content actually comes into it about how the site will look um, to establish that for people um, before we start building the site, send that off uh, for approval and run through that process and then starting the main build of the site and inserting content and anything else and then just having uh, the process, the main bulk of that is you know, depending on the level of engagement from the client to or what they need to be involved with can be greater or less um, in terms of you know feedback and otherwise and then at the end of that part when everything is really approved uh, then your site is is launched and there's testing on our part during the process but then also afterwards to make sure everything is working how it should be on the site any contact forms but any uh, the more complex the project the more testing generally we have to do. Okay, well, Saul, how important is the user experience when it comes to the website design process? Yeah, well, that's a part of website design as opposed to graphic design. It's not only the visual part, but it's also the way you actually navigate. Um, so this is where it's, it's, it's not just purely visual. That's like a really big part. But that ties in in intrinsically to how you navigate and move through your site in a you know nice simple intuitive sort of way that sits well with the visuals and any calls to action and anything else. So that's a, of of utmost importance. Okay. Well, when you're working with a website designer, should you take note of the latest website trends? You know, are current trends important? Well, I guess current trends are important only in the sense that um, it's kind of what people expect as well. Expectations 
aren't necessarily something that people have to meet. But if somebody, you know, it's fine saying trends don't matter, but the reality is that if you've got sites that everybody, including their clients, consider to be old, old, old-fashioned, or slightly out of date, then you know, that does have an impact on people's impressions. It's like saying, I believe in flared jeans, no matter what. Yeah, that's right. I mean, people's... people's Fashion fashion matters. Yeah, and people's perceptions about that matter too. So you need to take that into consideration. But not only that, but that in terms of the world of web design, that actually also means that um, not only visually, but some of those trends are are actually in place because they've come about as a result of new technologies and new ways to build websites mm. too. So in that it's sense... It's not superficial. It's, yeah, in that sense it's also important because the function and new ways to build sites has had an impact on those trends. So therefore that usually means that you're keeping up to date with the current way sites are built and for an improved experience for people overall. Okay, well, let's now turn our focus to website development. So, Saul, in a nutshell, uh, not just a little bit more than just a no, how is web development (laughs) different from web design? There there is some confusion around this. Okay, no. No, only kidding. (laughs) No, but but in, in a nutshell... It's different from web design because, well, it's it's considered the you had web design is the front end, and the opposite of the front end is the back end. So that's what people don't see is web development very broadly usually applies to what people don't actually see. People have to often use code and write code to 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 enhance um, or to. Uh, make certain things work with in in the website certain scripts that um, uh, you've got two uh, subcategories of web development you've got front end developers and back end developers front end developers build other user interface and back end developers control the server and build things like your databases this um uh, the back end um, resides behind the scenes, like I said before, of your website. So, Saul, now let's just talk about the main roles of a web developer. Okay, so some of the main roles are, like I said, building the user interface. So that's different to visually how it looks um, through which a user like interacts with the website. It's built once again by front end developers with um, languages and methods like HTML, um, CSS and uh, JavaScript and so on. There's a range of different uh, languages. Front end development makes use of styling, JavaScript libraries and frameworks to speed up this process. So the coding and the quality of the code um, 
it's like parts. It's like the components of the engine in your car. Um, somebody's looking at your car. They just see the outside. They see the car performing and driving well, but they don't see the inside. And that's um, it's a similar sort of thing. Uh, back-end uh, developers create the behind-the-scenes foundation of your website. They use uh, languages such as PHP, uh, you know, MySQL, and, and a range of other different languages and methods to actually create your site and that and those languages too um there's really no uh better or worse they use for different reasons but some of them are used by different developers because of the content management systems they use Uh, for example wordpress is run on php and other people use different languages because of their personal uh, preference for for that. It's because it's what they were, what they learnt, and what they know, and what they feel comfortable with, or what they think is um, an, an improved option. Okay, so well, there's actually another term which I don't actually know what it means, and that's full stack web development. What what is full stack website development? Okay, so full stack web uh, development essentially just means they do both the front end and the back end. So full stack just means they're you know usually good all rounders. And sometimes, really to be honest, some uh, websites don't need front end and back end. Okay, Saul, well, in your experience with your many years of professional experience there, what is the best approach when it comes to building a website? Okay, so an integrated web design um, and build process, I guess, like, is it better to work with separate specialists? Um, So you start with a brand designer, then go to a web designer, then go to a web developer and so on. If, if If that... uh, if everyone works well together, you know, it comes back to people just working well together or not. Sometimes that works like a dream, but um, very, very broadly, the more separate moving parts you've got, the more things you have to manage. If you do have those different elements like we do in-house at Roundhouse under the same roof, we find generally that's of a greater advantage overall for the end result, smoother process. Anything that needs to be addressed can be addressed, you know, quickly. By the one team. And, yeah, by the one team and in a timely sort of way with years of experience working together. Plus, um, things that people don't often consider is that if you have been doing, if someone else has been doing branding and they don't have a great deal of experience or like if 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 any actually building websites there's a number of things that they don't consider and they can just be about the types of colors they use or things that may not translate in quite the same way that they had envisioned because they don't have the necessary um, experience to know that and you can save yourself a lot of toing and froing if uh, you do those things in-house because you've got a good understanding of both print and digital and how they're going to be translated onto onto websites. And with that in mind, that's actually it for today again, guys. Thank you so much for listening to our little podcast. 
Before we go, please don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast. We'd love to hear your feedback. Also, if you'd like to read the transcript of this episode, please visit our website at roundhouse.cc forward slash web hyphen design. We're on a journey to help local Brisbane businesses grow the opportunities online and exceed their goals. Thanks for listening and we'll see you tomorrow. Bye. Today's session of the Web Design Brisbane podcast has come to a close. Be sure to subscribe for more daily web design and web marketing strategies to help you grow your business and realize your dreams. And don't forget to rate and review so we can continue to bring you the best daily content possible. We'll see you tomorrow here at the Web Design Brisbane podcast.